When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to episode 148, season 6, episode 24 of Two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. Welcome back, guys. We hope you are well. You are doing all right. We are nearly there. We're nearly at another half term break. It's going quick this year, do you think? Uh, uh, no. No. Okay. I, I'd say the bank holidays have helped, obviously, a couple of four days, even though I don't know if anyone else, you know, agrees with this. I'm sure many do. Working Monday this week just didn't feel right. No, no. It didn't feel normal. No, it didn't. And you can get used to these four-day weeks for show. Um, But yeah, we're not far off. Glad Sats is all done. Um, Not going to go on about it too much, but that reading paper was a joke. Yeah, just... uh, I mean, it's letting the children down. It's letting the school staff down. It's just an absolute... It's pathetic. Yeah. Pathetic. I mean, I don't get... The one thing I don't get with it is, I mean, you've got, it was 500 words longer than last year. You're expecting kids to read at 90 minute, 90 words a minute, I think the average is. And you're just thinking, when in life do you ever have to read something that quickly? Like, what is the point? Surely we could make it a lot easier by just removing the time. The, the sort of, it's got to be done in an hour. Just let them have a bit more time. Yeah. Because... I mean, there was a letter going round, I shared it on my social, where a concerned head teacher, who I think spoke on behalf of most of the teaching profession, saying that it's just getting beyond a joke now. These these tests are set up to sort of catch kids out, focusing much more on, you know, failure more than anything else. And kids getting really upset sitting these tests, which just should not be happening at primary school. It shouldn't be happening at any stage of education, really. But anyhow, it's done now. We can relax for a year. <laughs> Those the EYFS year one, year two, three, four, and five teachers can make good use of the photocopier now for the next few weeks before year six start again printing SATS papers. So, you know, my little tip get all your photocopying done for the next academic year now. And uh, yeah, we're about to head into teachers' favourite part of the year sports days. No, report writing. Oh. Report writing season is upon us. And uh, I'm just going to give you all a little tip here on how to get your reports done, which is a little plug for a new tool that I've been heavily involved in, teachmeai.com. Now, you may remember a few uh, episodes previously, I was talking all about AI, artificial intelligence, chat GPT, and the like. Behind the scenes, I've been working... Uh, on a website that basically harnesses the AI, trains it a little bit more on education stuff so that teachers can really use it to reduce workload. I'm not going to go on about it too much, but there are over 60-odd tools on there that you can use. We did a pilot project with over 60 teachers. 
they were saving on average over 10 hours a week. I feel very passionate about this because you know I banged on about on the podcast about working smart, not harder, how technology can help teachers reduce workload. And this is a tool that's really helping because your wife's been using it. Yeah, she has. Yeah, she's a massive fan. And I th- to be fair, I think a lot of people, um, I mean, I, I'm not involved in it. That's probably why it's so successful uh, and so useful. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But no, I've heard just amazing things. Um, like I said, my wife uses it and she's you know it is saving her a lot of time uh to deal with the three kids she's got at home yeah so yeah no it's it's all props to you brother yeah and a couple of the tools are report writing tools so there's a report writer tool that allows you to highlight strengths and areas of development for a child and then it just puts it into a, so it does the heavy lifting basically um there's also a curriculum report writer where if you are expected i don't think this should happen happen really where within the report you've got to write everything you've covered like parents are that bothered and if you are already using technology through dojo seesaw class classroom google classroom you share with parents everything that's going on but it was a requested tool we've added it in so you can go in put the topics and again a cohesive paragraph of what the children have learned over that year in a particular subject now i'm not sure i should be doing this but i'm going to do it anyway if you are interested, um, I've got a discount code that you can use. So if you use a discount code, report 2023, you should get your first month on TeachMate AI half price. Um, so if you do want to give the report right in a go, you can try it out for free anyway. But yeah, with all the loyal podcast followers, that little discount code will give you half price for the first month. Right. How's your week been, Adam? Yeah, it's been all right, yeah. Um, not really done much, to be fair. Played a couple of games of paddle, mm. uh, a bit of paddle tennis. Um, less said about that, the better, because uh, it was a bit of a humbling experience, to be fair. Why did you play? <laughs> played against um, this lad, like a friend of a friend. Uh, and he's... Do you I know, know him? No, he's quite a successful businessman, and he... He's got a lot of more spare time on his hands and he's played oh, a lot of paddle. Here we go. Listen, we, 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 we go. turned up to play and he turned around and said, well, it was me and Ryan, so our other brother, we were playing together against one of my mates and then, like I said, one of my mate's mates. Which mate? Uh, well, it was Jimmy who played and right. it was one of Slev's mates right. uh, called Wes. Good lad. Top, yeah. top man. And uh, me and Ryan rocked up. and <laughs> I know where this is going to go. I know, and then, who drove? No, and then uh, Jimmy... Oh, Jimmy so, drove. All oh, right, so all oh, right. Yeah, oh, it so, might have been different because I've just pictured you two getting beat, and then the the, the quietest drive home where you're both like on the verge of wanting to run. You shouldn't have missed that. Well, it shot. was it was funny because the first ever game of paddle I played, it was me and our brother against uh, Jimmy and Slev, and we won the first set, then lost the next two, and Ryan was gone. He was gone before anything. He was just like, "Right, I'm off." Didn't speak to anyone, got off. We obviously rematched him, beat him, and Ryan, anyone doing anything after it? <laughs> uh, so he turned up and played, and me and Ryan were saying, like, oh, we've not played in two weeks because it's so hard to get a cut, even though they are. Rumours are that there's going to be more local yeah. area, hoping, hopefully. And, uh, yeah, so I was saying to this, Wes, oh, I've not played in two weeks, feel a bit rusty. And he was like, yeah, I played uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. This was Sunday. So he only had Saturday off <laughs> and you could tell he was fresh. Um, and we, we got our first bagel. Yeah. Um, do you know what that is? Just, I'm guessing your arse is handed to you. No, it's just a six loaf set. It's a right. bagel. It's a big fat bagel. Where's that come from? 
Oh, you got the zero ba- right. bagel. Um, so we got bageled, yeah. and uh, it was a it was a harrowing experience oh, to be honest. Bagel. And uh, yeah, so played that, and then played the the following night again against uh, against this Wes and um, and Slev's brother, and I was with Slev. It was a closer game, but uh, ended in a bagel. So pocket bagels. Oh so, oh, so you're saying it was closer. So basically what you're doing here is you're throwing your own brother out to drive. No, no. We, we just, to be fair, me and Ryan have been playing some seriously I tasty mean, paddle. He's never listened to an episode of this podcast, <laughs> so you slag him off all you want. No, no, no. As in, listen, we, we, we worked really well together and we were communicating great in the previous game. But something went wrong the other night and uh, <laughs> there was no communication there. We were... We were making mistakes so it was difficult but yeah all good no and then um obviously i know you went to watch guardians of the galaxy 3 what a film yeah i went i know i might have touched upon it last week that i went to watch it with courtney john for obviously adam and courtney john's big movie podcast you get a plug i get a plug you know plug for plug and then um and i started watching the original guardians with isla which i think so you can you can listen to it because you've written all your reports exactly nicely teach mate Teach me, I sponsored by Adam and Cotley John's <laughs> big movie podcast, and uh, and I went to watch Guardians again with my dad and Isla. Uh, few choice words in there. Uh, they dropped well, an F bomb. It's the first Marvel. Yeah, it's the first, yeah, yeah. first F bomb. Yeah. But luckily, I knew when it was coming. So yeah. it was a tactical cough from Daddy. Right. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's been really. It it's, is, it's, it's been a pretty of a chilled one. It's like I said. I have to say that the <laughs> working Monday threw me off big time. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's all I right. Mean, couple more just got one more week and then we're going to go into features soon and uh you know i do you know there are going to be some burns shared but i got hit with a burn did you uh, and it was well, a bad say, one. save it i'm gonna save it and i'm gonna save, save it. it but i just i need to but i need you know to get it out if you're, if you're, it's tough it right. was a tough one it was a tough um, one to take yeah how I, things were I you anyway loved the new guardians film so good it saved marvel for me now you know i'm a massive marvel fan. oh yeah you are you know that i bowled like a little baby during endgame mm-hmm. and bar spider-man no way home i have to say i have been there's a lot of mid films what's the word mid not let down you've been un just nothing impressed re- no, yeah they've been okay some of it i think i feel like a lot of just filler I just it's been very mid you know well when you reach the heights it's like when you do it, it when you was get always an, a tough like an observation lesson yeah you get observed you put on an absolute show best lesson you've ever done yeah the SLT walkout buzzing and then the lesson the next day is a pile of trash <laughs> and it's a filler <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah it's yeah. the backstory yeah um, but I thought that one was absolutely brilliant and and I wasn't as emotional Claire was ab- Claire was like bawling her eyes out. It was sad. It is, yeah. it is sad, but it's just I love him, Meg James Gunn <laughs> as a director. Yeah, I think great. he's up there. He's he, he just gets the balance right between the humor and the and the. Well, the I said this touches. on the the big movie podcast when we reviewed Guardians uh, that that each character had their moment of in yeah. the film, and I think that's that's yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, other than that, it's been a nightmare because. Um, of the extension, so we we uh, we've had a nightmare with this extension. I don't, I don't think I've, I've talked about. Have I, I mean, talked? I've heard of it. So yeah, I'll switch. So off. so look, we, we a couple of years ago, we're rumbling and about whether to move. Uh, we wanted to stay in, in the area we're living in. We love living in Ermston, but basically to get a house 
round eight, you're talking about tripling your mortgage for something that's not even bigger than what we've got. So we decided to sort of remortgage and do an extension. Now, I've been waiting for this extension to start for easily about a year because the guy that we've got in was just so busy. And anyway, he started, he came, he eventually started a good couple of months ago now. Mm. Uh, let me think, March time, possibly, probably even earlier, February. Anyway, uh, he got the foundations done in the bit he's going to extend. So we're essentially extending metre and a half, knocking through one of the walls to have a, like an open plan kitchen slash living area, right? Because yep. originally we've got a front room, a sort of back room, which was the kids' playroom that's just been just not used for barren yeah because the kids don't play with toys anymore which is uh pretty sad but you know everyone goes you know you get to that mm. age so knock it through and then we've almost got like two living areas a sort of snug the front room with the little fire and then the back room that has the access to the kitchen anyway he, he starts the extension puts the foundation in and then we get a phone call from united utilities i can't remember if i've told this on the podcast no, I can't no. remember. You definitely told me. I think I've told you. But anyway, so United Utilities threaten us pretty much with a legal letter saying, stop stop building. We've got assets in your garden, to which I then chuckled at ass. Mm. Um, and, you went and straight you, onto the AI. Yeah. How to reply to United Utilities <laughs> well, AI. I did. I actually wrote a, a threatening letter back because essentially we've we've done everything we needed to do to let United Utilities know that we're extending. You've dotted every I and we, crossed yeah, every T. We've done all that. And then literally, as we're building, they're like, oh, no, you've got to stop it. So we were like, no, no, we, you know, back and forth. They then were like, right, well, we've got, so essentially behind the garden, that, that big, you know, that field there. Yeah, yeah. So that is a massive sewage pipe that mm-hmm. brings all the waste to the sewage, sewage thing yeah, over yeah. there, right? Which... We were like, well, it's surely that. No, no, no. There's also two pipes that run through my garden yep. that basically bring brings all the fresh water from the Lake District. It's called the Firm, um, Firmwell Viaduct. I've learned a lot. I think you're saying that to me like I should know. Oh, the th- so, so basically, never the Thermal Viaduct goes through your garden. Yeah. Uh, brings all the fresh water to all of Manchester from the Lake District and it goes through my garden. Yeah. So what lucky pipes to fly through IC2, Mr. Pizzo. So so basically United Utilities were like, well, you've got to prove that you're not building anywhere near it, um, which we weren't. But they were like, you got to prove it. So they initially suggested that we get some sort of GRM, some sort of basically, you know, like uh, metal detectors, mm. uh, which would have cost a couple of grand. So we were like, I'm not doing that. Um, and eventually United Utilities came out and this is how... They worked out. They they had two copper copper wires. Yeah, walked across the garden, and because the copper wires crossed, that's he said that's where it is, and it's fine. As if. Yeah. So it knocked everything back for a good few weeks. We are now at the point where all the walls have been knocked down. We don't have a kitchen. I don't know if anyone's had any sort of building work done. It's all great. I presume some people have, <laughs> but it's just we've got the front room. That's all we've got. We've got a microwave, an air fryer. Thank God for that air fryer. The air fryer, by the way, best invention, I'd say, in the past decade. What about Teach Mate AI? Well, apart from that. <laughs> but an air fryer, oh, it's just saving our life. It just, uh, otherwise, Just Eat are going to make an absolute packet out of us. Did somebody say? Deliveroo. Because the, you, we've got a fridge, air fryer, that's it. 
Mm-hmm. It, so it's a struggle. It's struggle. The only saving grace is that we are going on holiday in a week. We're off on the big Florida. Have I talked about the Florida? We've not talked about the Florida. Do you remember what you talk about? I, I, I'm pretty sure as I talked about the copper wires, it's just come back to me that I think I have talked about this on the podcast, which I have. If I have, I apologise. But with me, Mister Pete, I, do people know? Do people know this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's just uh, yeah. Um, but we're we're off to Florida. We're on. You've the- not told the copper wires on the pod, have I not? No, because no. I all I thought about them was. That song, you got wires yeah. going in. But the guy who did the copper wires basically said if we'd have paid for that metal detector thing, it wouldn't have picked it up because it's so low down anyway. So anyway, all good. We're, we're, we're there. But uh, yeah, we can't wait to just go away for a couple of weeks so that we don't have to be in that front room. Well, completely flipping on this before we get into the features, right? And it was just something I wanted to kind of pick your brain on. Yeah. So I've been listening to... A lot of, to be fair, I'm normally a Spotify'sman in the car. I'm driving to work, plug my phone in or Bluetooth, whatever, and I blast tunes. I've said this before. One of my old life lessons was, if you need to pick me up before you work in, blast a banger. Yeah, it always guarantees. So, I'm not gonna lie. I've been blasting quite a lot. Uh, Crash the wedding by Busted. Right? Yeah, it just just Charlie's bit in that is one of my favourite bits of any song ever, I think. Wow, what, what bit? The neighbours spread the word and my mum cried when she heard right, so right. much you need you to, to stop. say. You got to Sorry stop. Legally, you've got to stop. Wedding day. Right. right. Uh, if, we get, if we get done for that, <laughs> what a disgrace. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've been blasting, blasting bangers and then I just started like listening to the radio. Heart 90s, heart noughties, that, they're my go-tos, yeah. right? And they've just been throwing up boy bands, like, left, right, and centre. Yeah. So we're talking New Kids on the Block. We're talking Westlife. We're talking Boyzone. Talking Backstreet. We're You've talking not even NSYNC. mentioned the best boy band in that. Uh, JLS? No. Go on. No, come on. 90s boy band, UK. They were the best. Oh, take the- that. No, the best. Oh, another level? No. You are a disgrace. 911? You are. I cannot believe you've named 911 before this boy band that was based on one single number. A1? Oh, for God's sake. Well, that's one number, eh? Wait, one one single number? Wait, one minute. This is it's five. Got, it's got the best mega mix. You know what I was thinking. I was going four, <laughs> f- three, four. A one was a good shout though. No, I mean, that's one number. They had one hit, if that. Oh, you know, you're just the same old brand new. Anyway, <laughs> what I was gonna say was, like, is that so? What is your? Who is your? Who do you think, in your honest opinion, out of all those boy bands that we've spoke about there? Now, obviously, you know, your nine one ones, your A ones, and all yeah. that. They're not in the mix, even though Body Shaking by Nine One One is an absolute tune. Yeah, I'll give you that. In terms of right, so you have to go to see a boy band full lineup. To see their backlog, their greatest hits. I think I'm going. Which boy band are you going to see? Because my mind changes a lot. Do you know now, who? Do you, do you know who you couldn't pay me enough to go and see? Westlife. Westlife. Well, you're a disgrace. I do not get. I mean, the songs are just. Uh, no. The songs are great. No, I mean, no, it's no, funny no, you should say. Preferred Boyzone to Westlife, but even Boyzone won't be up there. We talk about um, Ronan Kieran. We t- <laughs> 
You say a blast. Or you'll say nothing. Oh, I love, so what's the song where they do phonics at the beginning where they go, chicka chicka. Oh, yeah. Chicka chicka. Um, um, five. But, I go with what, five. What, five? Just original lineup, the whole five of them. Yeah, because again, they had some absolute bangers. They had, and, and it was such a rich mix. So you had one of them singing, one of them, Abs was on, was on, yeah, Abs dropping was big, sick lyrics. Um, I mean, the, the reason I ask is because, I mean, it's funny you mentioned Westlife. I can't find it now. I had it on here somewhere. Oh, it's not it was for when, me, Westlife. It was when Brian McFadden tweeted. Do you remember this? Right, well, while you're um, finding it, I'm asking for a bit of help, guys. So I am on a big family holiday to Florida uh, soon, and I need tips, right? I know we've been before, but things change. I would love if you could drop me a message on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. If you've been to Florida recently, uh, the whole Disney, Orlando, Universal Studios, any tips of how to make the most of the time there, get the most from it. Um, obviously, I'm on it with the Genie Plus and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, if you've got any sort of helpful, useful tips on best places to eat or best places to go, uh, times, days, anything like that, please get in touch and let us know. Are you still looking? Or you no, I've got it. I've got it. So, and, and I'll tell you why I've asked that question. You're saying five original lineup. And I feel like my thoughts have changed. But when you said about Westlife, like I've been to see Westlife three separate occasions and I love Westlife, absolutely yeah. love him. But Brian McFadden once tweeted in 2017, wouldn't it be great if ISIS had the balls to stand face to face with us and fight? No weapons, no bombs, man to man. And someone commented, <laughs> bet they would brick it seeing you coming over the horizon singing Uptown Girl, you wet quilt. <laughs> But the reason I say it is because I'm, I would say, uh, I think Backstreet Boys have an unbelievable yeah, they've track got record some of tunes. tunes. They've got some. But would, in, terms would, of star, um, in terms of star quality, would Blink-182 count? I'm going to see them. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm going to see oh, them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I've seen so many clips of them at uh, Coachella. Yes, are you? Um, <laughs> but when, yeah, when, when's that? Uh, September. Oh, nice. I'm going. Uh, I'm, the, the reason why I'm going to say is I think, even though maybe they've not got the biggest tunes, they've got some massive ones, to see Justin Timberlake back with the boys in NSYNC, JC Chavez. Mm. And what no, was his again, name? NSYNC. NSYNC. NSYNC no. with just, Justin Timberlake's first album is. Right, here's another question for you then. We've probably already answered this on the podcast many years ago when we did throwback. Um, flashback throwback. Well, this was kind of like a throwback. Yeah. I wanted to bring it back. Uh, you can go to a concert of anyone, dead or alive, who you're going to see. Yeah, I think we have done this. I, I'm sure I, I said Michael Jackson, but obviously Michael that Jackson. is that is a little bit. But that was then. This but is it's now. It's a little bit controversial. So you've seen the new Elvis film. Oh, yeah. Does it change? I mean, as a performer, Elvis. Do you know what? Do you know what I have to say? After seeing one of the films, I would I would have loved to have seen prime Whitney Houston. Yeah, that's a good shot. Whitney Houston would have made the hairs on every part of my body stand up. Okay. And uh, Sorry if you've got a weird <laughs> visualisation there of his little ginger. Yeah. <laughs> Not my little my little ball pubes. Um, oh, God. No, I, I mean, it's just funny. I just think NSYNC. I'd love to know people's thoughts. I mean, Westlife, they're still going, aren't they? And Backstreet Boys have just come on a recent tour. 
But I mean, no, they're all they're, making a comeback, aren't but they? But I just think NSYNC, they Does it have to be it. 90s? Surely One Direction would be in the mix. Oh, yeah, one day. I don't know, though, because Liam Payne... Oh, he's... he's it yeah. is pain, isn't it? <laughs> he has gone a bit cringe, hasn't he? He's gone too cringe. I absolutely adore Harry Styles. Love Niall Horan. Obviously, Zayn. What's he doing now? Well, well, well. I mean, you heard what he did, didn't you? Got a bit physical with his missus, his mum. Oh, oh. Yeah. I mean, you would, you know, listen, I've got a strained relationship, <laughs> no. but I would never, I would never get physical. I mean, I'd throw a bagpipes out. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to physical. say. Did um, Zane's mother no, well, that, you, play the bagpipes? That's, that's appalling, and, and Zane needs to, to sort himself out. But, you know, I don't mind Louis Tomlinson, he's all right. But What's he doing? Liam, he, he's he, doing he, a solo tour. Is it? Le, yeah, Louis Tomlinson's. But Liam Payne, every time music? I see him, he, he speaks a different accent. Yeah. yeah. He's just like. Uh, Liam, so what, what do you think? He was at the boxing the other day, I think the KSI fight. And he was like, Liam, what do you think of the boxing? Until you step in there, man. Yeah. You know, you just don't know what it's going to be like. Do you know what I mean? And I'm just like, <laughs> what? Um, but yeah, just a little throwback chat there. I mean, it's difficult. I think everyone's got their go-to. Like, you were a fivesman. Yeah. Always were a fivesman. I was always a Westlifeman. I have to say, in terms of Westlife Boyzone, there's not even a competition there. It's Westlife every day. No, I disagree. Boys own for me. You'd have boys own over Westlife. There's boys life, isn't there? There's Where, boys life. Is yeah, it Keith with, Duffy and Brian McFadden? And, and, and the hard man McFadden. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Taking an McFadden's ISIS. wife's a teacher. I've heard this and some I can't remember who told me this, but apparently she she's she follows me or knows like has seen some of my stuff well if she stuff. listens just know that that tweet was funny but I've got nothing but respect for <laughs> McFadden and if you sort us out boys life tickets yeah right we've got a little treat for you guys it's been a while but Adam has managed to uh, to get an interview with the one and the only Nana Maureen Here's what's happening with these episodes now. You may remember last week we sort of said to you that we've moved over to Dad's Net and we're hoping with Dad's Net that they're going to drop in a few jingles. Mm. Uh, We've been treated to a few jingles. Yes, we we have. So our new producer, Jack... Shout out. Shout out. He's been working hard. I'll tell you what else he produces. Adam and Connie John's (laughs) Big Movie Podcast. So... um, we're hopefully going to be dropping in a few of the uh, a few of the new jingles, and we'd love to hear your feedback, what you think. But uh, we're going to treat you to this. Uh, I was listening to this on my drive back from the twilight. I've just been at, and it really did tickle me. So, yeah, here's a little catch up with the one and only Nana Maureen. Hi, it's Adam, the other Mr. P, two Mr. P's in a podcast, and I am here, joined. It's been a long time, so we needed a little catch up with the legend that is Nana Maureen. How are you, Nana? Not too bad. Uh, three words that we all needed to hear. So how are things with you? I'm fine, fine. Great, good chat. All right, and I think that'll wrap it up there. No, I'm joking. I've just come round, and uh, Nana's just asked to straighten her hair. Uh, when I've told her multiple times, it's just a vo- audio recording and she doesn't need to worry about that. But your hair looks fine, Nana. Uh, just in case. Well, in case of what? I meet me someone a night. Idris Elba's listening. Oh, yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got to quickly catch up. So you went on a, a recent Tom 
with my mum, didn't you? Oh, indeed. Do you know what that means? No. <laughs> <laughs> a Tom Cruise. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Tell all the amazing listeners about your cruise. Did you love it? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I thought it was boring. <laughs> so, I mean, it is funny. This is funny. So my mum rang my dad. I don't know if you were there for this. And my dad was saying, oh, it's only been a couple of days. It'll be fine. I thought there was bingo and movies that you could go and see. And my mum said, there's a discussion on geology. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't fancy that. <laughs> Are you joking? Oh, well. I'll tell you what, if we didn't even see the uh, waterfalls because it was foggy. <laughs> Where was it that it went? Where was where was where did you go? The falls, the uh... what's it? Well, you were there. I wasn't there. Yeah, I forget. Well, you didn't see it anyway. It was foggy. It was foggy <laughs> anyway. Yeah, <laughs> and we did. <laughs> and all it was was having a cup of coffee and talking between ourselves and making comments. Making <laughs> comments on other people. But, the food was excellent, absolutely excellent. What was the favourite thing you ate? Oh, the, all the dishes. That, I mean, I'm not a big eater and uh, I just, uh, every meal I had was lovely. Wow. Absolutely. We're glad you had a good time and um, it's just so nice to see you're doing well, aren't you? Well, all being said. Uh, all, yeah, of course I am. Still yeah. going strong at 90. At 90. Who would have thought for one minute that I'd reached the age of 90? Well, we're all so glad you are. Right, I'm going to leave. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish with one question, right? And this is a question I got asked today. Someone asked me, what is your spirit animal? So kind of what, what animal represents you, Nana? I said for me, it was either a walrus or... Like a bull. What 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 animal represents you? <laughs> uh, uh, what? Come on, this is an award-winning podcast. You're a big part of this. I'll tell you what. The the only animal I I ever loved was the cows. <laughs> <laughs> Your spirit animal isn't a cow. <laughs> no, but I did I, when I was evacuated. As a kid, yeah, um, the like I was evacuated at Batewell, where our yeah. farms. And Saturday, she used to throw us all out. Well, I've um, heard this evacuation story so much. You, you always milk it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Yeah. Oh um, well, listen, everyone will be so so happy to hear from you because it has been a while since we've had you on the podcast. So we're coming up a couple of weeks until half term. Uh, have you got a message for all the school staff out there, for all the amazing listeners to to Mr P's? What are you going to say to everyone to leave him with? A kind of send-off message. All I, all I can say is look after one another <laughs> like I've always said in the past and, and just listen to your teachers because they're there. They are the teachers. Oh, I beg your pardon. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you've got me going this, the this, runny wall. This message isn't for the children. Oh. 
Who's this for? The for teachers. The, the teachers. Everyone who listens to the oh, podcast. I hope not many of the children listen. Hey, I do an awful. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to a to a bull and a cow having a chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't feel comfortable calling you a cow. Oh no, no. I li- I like birds, me. Yeah. Really. Same. Yeah. You know, exotic uh, birds and and swans. I love the uh, I love the swans. Our Platfields was uh, where I used to go uh, cut through to go to church on Sunday morning, and uh, there used to be a lake. Oh yeah, uh, rowing where they had rowing. A swan boats, lake, and all the swans used to be on. So are you um, changing from a cow to a swan? Yeah. Right, well, I think you need to wind your neck in. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, you're very witty. I'll tell you, I've got them all. I've got them all. Right, Nana, say bye to everyone. We love you. Bye, sweethearts. And remember, look after one another. Thanks, Nana. She is just a diamond. I'm sorry. Yeah. She is just unbelievable. That was making me laugh so much when I was doing it. She was just, she was in such good spirits. And it's just so funny because obviously, as we've told you, she lives with our uncle, or should we say, our uncle lives with her. Yeah. And our uncle is one of those classic hypochondriac, everything's wrong with him. He's never having a good day. He's always, he's glass half, glass half empty, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he says stuff. If you're just, ill, he's iller. Oh, yeah. So it's like, oh, I think, I've re- I think I might have sprained my ankle. Yeah, I think I might have broke mine, actually. Yeah, that yeah. kind of vibe. And it just, there was a story the other day which made me laugh when I went round, right? So I went round, my nana sat there. And my nana, and you'll know this, Terence is talking, going on with himself. Like he does. And Nana was just sat behind him just doing the eye rolling. Yeah. And like there. And he goes, he goes, tell you I've got to have my teeth out. I went, no, I've only just got it. <laughs> yeah. And he went, yeah, yeah, got to have my teeth out, yeah. Um, yeah, they caused me absolute hell, Adam, hell. And I went, yeah, it's not nice, that. And he went, yeah, I tell you, he went, I had to stop myself getting the pliers the other day. <laughs> I went, no, you didn't. You were never gonna take pliers because <laughs> the thing is he's got like a horrendous fear hasn't he of like yeah. of pain and needles needles and yeah. the dentist and all this so this guy who we've seen even when i when he asked me to check his blood sugar and he fainted in the kitchen yeah to a finger prick <laughs> was suddenly gonna take a pair of pliers to his own gnashes i mean come on but nana i mean it's so good to hear from her um but i i have to say just that made me laugh so much when I said to her, have you got a message to leave everyone with? And she went, listen to your teachers. I was like, oh my God, none of these are the teachers. <laughs> so, as you heard last week, we've got a brand new feature, Dilemmas. Hit the jingle. Help me, I have a dilemma. It's causing more pain than a vinegar enema. Help me, please, I need you to. Mr. Peace, I'm help from you, please. There we go. Right, um, jingle can can be put in there. It was. It will have already been put in. Oh right. Okay. Right. Well, we're getting used to this now. <laughs> really appreciate. I remember when I did my first podcast. <laughs> really appreciate you sharing your dilemmas. We've had quite a few sent through. 
Um, just want to sort of reiterate what we're sort of after, though, because obviously we're not experts, counsellors, or helpful in any way, shape or form, really. Um, so we've had a few dilemmas come through that are uh, quite sort of serious. Uh, and, you know, here's the thing. Look, if you've got... If you've got uh, issues in your school around anything like you know the way you're being treated or uh anything like that please do reach out to the right people which include your unions um the education support partnership which is a charity set up to help with the mental health of teachers they have will always have someone on the end of the phone you know so please do reach out to them what we want with this feature is a bit more sort of light-hearted you know, sort of problems, dilemmas that aren't... Not necessarily school-related, Oh, no, just no, because this so, one is not school-related. Oh, baby. Now, if you well, yeah, but, like, you know, to reiterate what you said there, we we, are, we obviously care about everyone in there and what they're going through, so make sure you do sort out the right people. I can tell you right now, we are not the right people. If no. you've got a co-worker with bad breath, then listen to us talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But if it's a serious issue... So I've got a brother with bad breath. Def- Harsh on Ryan again. He's not gonna. He's not gonna appreciate this episode. But luckily, he doesn't listen. So carry on about that, Brett. Right. So this one is. Uh, I was. We have got a couple of other school-related ones, but uh, what I want to do is share one so it shows that we can solve any dilemma. It doesn't have to be we, school-related. We have got the skills. We have well. To pay we'll zero see. bills. Um, I'm a long-time listener and fan of your podcast. And I find myself in a predicament where I could really use your wisdom and advice. One well, my... you've come to the wrong place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of my closest friends, let's call her Polly, recently got engaged. Under normal so- circumstances, this would be a cause for celebration, but I'm struggling to share in her joy, and here's why. Got to take a guess why? Uh, well, it's got to be the fiancé is an absolute tool. Well, well, good guess. Polly's groom-to-be, who we'll call Pete is, in my opinion, a downright sleazy character. He treats her like crap, flirts with other girls in front of her, is ridiculously misogynistic. He's constantly treated Polly poorly throughout their relationship. (laughs) Does he offer her a cracker all the time? Harsh. (laughs) There have been countless nights where Polly has either called me or been at mine, crying over something Pete has said or done. I've tried to be there for her, to lend a supportive ear, and even gently express my concern when the time seems right. Despite all of this, Polly has decided to marry Pete. Now, here's where it gets tricky. Polly has asked me to be a bridesmaid at a wedding. I want to be there for her as she's my dear friend, but I'm torn. How can I stand there smiling and be supportive when I firmly believe she's making the worst decision of her life? I'm afraid that by participating in the wedding... I'm implicitly endorsing a relationship that I feel is harmful to my friend. I'm really at a loss as to how to navigate the situation. Should I voice my concerns to Polly directly, risking our friendship? Should I decline being a bridesmaid but still attend the wedding? Or should I avoid the event altogether? How do I balance my love for my friends with my distaste for her future spouse? I appreciate any advice you can give me. Wow. Um, yeah. That is a tough situation. And, and I think everyone will know of mates or whoever who, you know, have introduced partners who are just absolute 
basically yeah. absolute knob jockeys. Yeah. I mean, I have to be honest, right? So I'm going to throw it back here. There was a, a girl I worked with when me and Kim were kind of first getting together. There was a girl we worked with who had a boyfriend at the time who, who I met on a few occasions and I really didn't like him. Didn't like the way he treated like my coworker and yeah. friend. Uh, he was he like, he was pretty much sounded like Pete. It could be Pete. Um, but then the one night where I, I did nearly lose it and Kim had to really calm me down. I don't know if I've ever told you about this. He started like nudging me, right? And now, and now you know, as a, as a, you know, I know it's all said in jest and stuff, but some people call me the dog, the big dog and, and stuff like that. It's true. It's, it's, it's like a bit of a nickname. It's funny. <laughs> Do you know what? No, I've never heard anyone call you big dog apart from you. Everyone calls me big dog. <laughs> Honestly, no, it's truly no. do. Right, here's one. I know for a fact I've never called you Big Dog. Yeah. Ryan's never called you I've Big Dog. I've got other people in my life about my two brothers. <laughs> Who calls you Big Dog? Slev. Jimmy. <laughs> two. Uh, Charlie. Well, the thing is, no, guys, it's like, right. It goes from like Big whenever, Dog to the whenever there's a It's WhatsApp, now turned into Mutt. Whenever there's a WhatsApp conversation... Adam will always refer to himself in the third person <laughs> as the big dog. Always. No, your mates call it me. <laughs> no, Magoo. you don't. Yeah, you do. Magoo goes, all right, dog. He does. Anyway, right. Didn't say big. So anyway, this is why this guy, right. the, 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 he, he was nudging me going, hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I he's said. Just winding you up because you call yourself. But I just said, Did stop, you introduce stop, yourself stop, to no. him as, hi, I'm big dog. No, I did it. I actually, I actually went. No, but he was going hot dog, hot. Because what happened was I was playing beer pong. It's big dog, and I landed the last cup, and then someone was like, "The big dog does it again." And I was, and then someone, it was you in a mirror. Someone, someone called me the mutts nuts, and then he was going oh, hot God. dog, hot dog. Anyway, uh, long story short, I, I openly. Revealed my displeasure for this man, right? Um, and basically said in no uncertain terms because this was back in my you know bit of rough and ready days. I was ready to, I was ready to dance. This okay. hot dog was going to give mustard and all. Yeah, and um, it's a very everyone will know when when you've had it. Your mates have brought in partners, and instantly yeah. you're like, no, not for me. She's an absolute goat. Yeah, um, it, it's a it's an unbelievably tricky situation, and I think. I mean, my honest opinion, I would, I would voice my, in a, in a classy way, speak to Polly and say It's like, hard though, because people just don't want to hear and it. I'll and I'll tell then, you what else as well. I always think this is the more you tell them not yeah, yeah. to do it is you're pushing them closer yeah, into yeah. the arms. It will end, it will end kind of sadly and she will probably get a heartbroken, which is what you don't want. But then also as a friend, should you not be there to support her? It's her decision. It's her life. Yeah. So I would be virgin on speak to her and say, listen, I've got these concerns. Um, if you're telling me now that you are, um, you know, you're hundred percent sure you're happy. I'm going to be with you the whole way. Then by all means, but the one thing I will, uh, that's quite good in it. I'm quite yeah, good at this. Bad. But then the other thing is if you are absolutely adamant that this guy is, is either doing the dirty summit. When the priest says, is there anyone here who has, you know, any reason why these two shouldn't be wed, boom, bridesmaid, cause a scene. Well, I think if you are honest with her and you you express your feelings, the chances are she goes really defensive. She'll probably bomb you off being a bridesmaid. She'll give anyway. you the chop, yeah. She'll give you the chop, so win-win that way. <coughs> Here's my advice, right? 
I've mentioned this before. There is a stand-up comedian called Daniel Sloss, and he does a stand-up about people being in bad relationships. Just subtly, next time she's round and she's crying her eyes out, be like, oh, I'll tell you what, we'll cheer ourselves up. We'll watch a stand-up. Watch that one. It's called Jigsaw, Daniel Sloss on Netflix. And if that doesn't work, because that's the one where he's been named in over 200 divorces because of what he says in that stand-up. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So that if, if, if she's still adamant after that, then, yeah, you're just going to have to go, just, well, it's a wedding, isn't it? I'm gutted that, you know. I'd check the menu out. I've done this before. So I went to a wedding, one of the first weddings I ever went to with Claire uh, when we first started going out with someone she was working with. And you know when you just go to a wedding and you can just see in the couple the way they interact with each other. And I, and I was just like, they're not. No, they're not in love them. Yeah. They're not. They're not happy. Didn't even last six months. They're already asking for divorce. After yeah, it's it's so. a, it's a sad state of affairs because obviously you know weddings should be you should only marry the people that you you know that you remember you want to spend the rest you want, of your life yeah, with. And if that's the moment, but it, I have to say, great dilemma for us. Yeah. Shocking for the for the for the lovely lady. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, there's a couple of things you need to take into account. Is where are they going on the hen? Because you yeah. might want a little trip to Magaluf. Or it, well, if you're doing the hen do, that's where you could probably <coughs> like reveal or, some stuff. There's there's other ways of you could potentially you know if he is a sleaze if he's a dirt bag, there's ways of getting him in a in a sticky situation and caught. Oh right, okay. Listen, punked. Yeah, yeah, and and it's difficult, but I hope you do sort it out. And and I would say, like I did mention before, you know, check the wedding menu out. If it's if it's a vegan menu, maybe tell her your thoughts and and leave the wedding. <laughs> um, but if it's like black it pudding, tough, though, black it? pudding and fried egg starter, it's tough because you yeah. But like I say, you can't tell it. You can, the more you tell, the more you it, at the end go, of the day, go defensive. Yeah, you're there for your friend, aren't you? And, yeah. and you've got to be. You've just got to be there for your friend, no matter what ups and downs. If she's made this decision, if this is what she wants, and she's absolutely adamant, then as a friend, you'd probably have to stick by her and be there through thick and thin. That's probably you know all she wrote on that. There we go. So uh, I enjoy that. I like. I like a bit of a dialogue. So it makes so, me feel important. Yeah, stuff like that. We definitely want to hear funny, light-hearted sort of. Yeah, stuff like that. Whether it's school-related or not, there's been a couple of other school-related ones. We're not going to do. We're just going to keep one per episode, right? Yeah. Um, but obviously, other stories will move on. So uh, remember last week when I said about the propaganda. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got some other funny answers to questions you've asked. So, asking a class what the positive aspects of exercise are. Many good answers. Keeping you healthy helps control your weight, etc. One child then said it releases your inner dolphins. (laughs) (laughs) They meant endorphins. She also drew a brilliant picture of a healthy person with mini dolphins (laughs) circling around her head. (laughs) Does that sound a bit dolphin It does, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good, that. Yeah, I've never really done it before. I'm pretty happy. Yeah. I was teaching geography and we were labelling parts of Scotland. I pointed to the Grampian Mountains and I asked, what, what are you going to label there? And a child responded, peanut butter. <laughs> Context? Context. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a year six pupil last year had written a zero in any math reasoning question about change. Upon questioning said child, I was told, obviously, 
that they were all trick questions because because you don't get any change in shops when you tap your card. <gasps> Working on a different level, that. I wasn't sure whether to laugh or cry. Definitely a sign of the times. Contactless McGee. Yeah. Uh, can anyone name me a reversible change child said when you get your jumper inside out (laughs) (laughs) Um, in the olden days when we had science sats there was a question about how hedgehogs protect themselves from predators one child wrote it's it's bristles (laughs) instead of bristles Sadly, I couldn't give them a mark as it was surprisingly wasn't in the marks oh you'd give that oh you've got to give that oh come on Come Spelling on. mistakes in. <sighs> I'd give a mark for this one. When the fire service came in to talk about fire safety, etc., they talked about fire alarms and how you should change the batteries once a year. They asked what date could you use as a reminder, obviously hoping for someone to say birthday. One year two child put his hand up and said, Taco Tuesday! <laughs> <laughs> Taco Tuesday! <laughs> In P1 reception, when doing the nativity, children were asked if they knew where baby Jesus was born. A child answered, oozing confidence, the lost city of Atlantis. <laughs> Not quite. Uh, a few years ago now, I was trying to get the children to realise things weren't just invented, that other things had to be invented first. Then they had to label a picture of something telling me what people would have would have had to know before they invented something, right? One child had a picture of a guitar. I was expecting things like knows how to carve wood, knows that plucking strings make a noise, understand how sound travels. But this child included the fact that before they invented the car, you had to know how to rock! (laughs) (laughs) Silly! Here I go again, I'm on! Why is not the case? So we've got got this new instrument, right? You can pluck the strings, you can strum, play different chords, but before you touch it, you need to know how to rock! <laughs> Jack, mini Jack Black. Beaches, 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 beaches. Many years ago, when it was one-to-one verbal questions for Key Stage 1 Science Sats, why did you see the lightning before you hear the thunder? Child excitedly said he knew the answer as it was in a film. It was in the sound of music. She said, the lightning talks to the thunder and the thunder answers back. Julie Andrews gave me a very good laugh. Oh, nicely done. Well, you know. Thunder. Feel the thunder. A year five child said in a lesson that they didn't know how to use inverted commas. I had a rare two minutes to give him a quick crash course. I then wrote on one on a mini whiteboard and asked him to complete the following sentence with speech. Mum shouted up the stairs. He proudly brought the board back to me. I quickly checked the inverted commas were in the right place without checking what was said. I praised him and continued helping others. I went back to the whiteboard and read what mum had shouted. I was expecting dinner's ready. Oh no, not this lad. He wrote, you're adopted. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that is great. Not what I expected, but it it hit on a different level. What were you expecting? I was expecting something like, get you in dinner. Yeah, you dickhead. (laughs) I'll tell you what's funny about that though. The teacher just just getting a little digging, getting an unexpected two minutes to help a child. Uh, just last week we were do- doing doubling with the A1s I said you've got one mouth one nose what have you got two of 
Straight away, a boy shouted out, Bum cheeks! <laughs> Absolute bollocks, that. <laughs> Why were Mary and Joseph... Tra- why were Mary and Joseph travelling to Bethlehem one year one child to do the big shop? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have cars, so they took a donkey. Bethlehem's like Tesco, but they're called different names in other countries. <laughs> they only had a Tesco Express in Jerusalem. <laughs> in Nazareth. Oh no, it's Nazareth, wasn't it? Joseph. No, Any room for an Ectocard? <laughs> Oh, love. Can't get a slot on the delivery. We're going to have to do a trek to the big shop. Every little helps. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Right. Marking uh, year one RE exam papers. Year one RE exam papers. Oh, harsh. Unless she's missing a one. It's year 11. Year 11, or it's one of those end of topic. Oh, no. This This has got to be year 11. Oh, really? Yeah, language one in it. Marking year one RE exam papers and the question... I hope it's not year Year 11. Year 11, right. Marking year 11 RE exam papers. And the question was, what was banned in the Garden of Eden? One boy had written, anal. (laughs) (laughs) And then drawn a circle to demonstrate his point. Surely you meant apple. Well, turns out he couldn't spell apple. Oh, (laughs) thank God. It might be year one then, actually. (laughs) (laughs) that's just so many different layers marks it correct anyway (laughs) to to be fair so so what was that other one that they they wouldn't allow bristles bristles but allowed anal well that just goes to show the mockery of the exam system with a big old hole to show yeah but to be fair marked it correct before I asked him about his answer because I figured he was probably right well, yeah, I mean, I mean... it wasn't mentioned in Genesis. Well, no, I mean, to be fair, you know, it was all about, you know, spreading the seed. Yeah. Unfortunately, the seed doesn't <laughs> spread far in that. Uh, um, right, when my son was in reception, a police officer came in to talk about her job. At the end, she asked if anyone had any question. My son questions. My son pipes up, why did the dinosaurs all die? <laughs> Jaywalking, sir. <laughs> Talking about fairy tales, ask class what would be what would be the what would they build their house out of if they were one of the three little pigs? Boy, boy pops up, hand as quick as a flash, and goes, "I'd make it out of decimals because decimals never move." Single proudest moment as the math lead. Nice. <laughs> Some schools teach decimals moving, though, don't they? No, oh, you shouldn't do. No, is that true? Yeah. Um, when we were doing Roman, uh, when we were doing Robin Hood in year five, I asked, "What is a deed?" Response from Broad Cumbria cohort: "It's a dead person. He's dead like. He's deed like. He's deed." <laughs> um, what's a Roman fort? The last thing in his head. <laughs> so I was laughing out there, going back to. Um... Going back to what would you build the pig's house out of? Yeah. And the kid went, decimals. That teacher that didn't allow bristles would have been like, incorrect. How can you possibly build a house out of decimals? Come on, grow up. We're looking for bricks, you tool. <laughs> decimals, grow up. <laughs> Mastly flesh. Uh, multi-link. Build a house out of multi-link or... Uh... Numicon. Like, couldn't build it out Numicon, could you? In the show you're working square, a little lad drew a picture of himself working at his desk. 
It was actually very good. <laughs> and the last one for now. Years ago, the question in a year three comprehension, what is moist? A kid's answer was simply, your mum. <laughs> How do you even begin to deal with that in year three I as mean, well? I have to say, what's the question about there? <laughs> so out of context. Question one, what's moist? <laughs> Mine would be when I make a sandwich and put it in the fridge or something and then you, you know, and the bread goes minging. Yeah. That knocks me sick, it does. start with your burns okay so i was doing uh, you can see I, i'm gonna give people and yourself the chance to see where this is going right and i think you'll get there in record time right okay, okay. i was teaching year one the other day lovely class lovely lesson and it was all about penguins and i was talking about penguins and and how they swim and what they do and their the body <laughs> and i got on to um their body is insulated by a layer of blubber, okay. open brackets, fat, close brackets. Yeah. Child's hand shoots up, and I'm thinking, for one go. time Here ever, asked to go to the toilet. Yeah. And he went, so do you have blubber, sir? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I was blubbering, all right? <laughs> I was just like, no, just, just the normal fat, I think. <laughs> um... Right, so a couple of other quick little burns and I've got one more story to finish. So, uh, you've got something on your chin, miss. No, miss, not that one. Oh, it's old school, but you can't <laughs> deal with it. Ask- <laughs> Imagine. No, not that one. Not that one either. No, no, keep going. <laughs> um, I was at college, my first placement. I was in a nursery class and their teacher was talking about eating healthily to the children, explaining that if you eat a lot of sugar, you can get fat and spotty. And a child turned to me and whispered, like you. (laughs) It's sinister. It's like, like, I kind of feel like the head did a full full 180, just like, like like the exorcist, (laughs) like you. Um, Do you drink alcohol? Yeah, small amount sometimes, I replied. Is that why you ought to work instead of driving? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't wait until I'm grown up because then you'll be long in your grave, you mean old woman. <laughs> now, the thing with these burns is normally... They're so innocent. <laughs> yeah, that's harsh. Yeah, that's... <laughs> was quite a lot of them are harsh. Like, what was it? Fat and spotty? Like you. <laughs> yeah, but that's more... You can see the innocence there. Like you. But... <laughs> change the tone it's it's really innocent whereas that is just a it just says to be fair a well constructed insult yeah what do you want to be when you grow up a grave digger for your buddy <laughs> a year three child accidentally called me nan last year I used to be called mum occasionally but now it's nan <laughs> I'd prefer to get called nan than you smell like my nan <laughs> yeah miss you dress like Boris Johnson oh that's harsh that is harsh 
<laughs> I hope someone says that to me and I can bring the impression back just one time. I I, I completely disagree. <laughs> um, I have the opposite of an insult. I work in secondary. My colleague told a girl off for having a phone out. The girl snapped back. What are you, 40? My colleague's 51, so she was buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> Shotting around. Oh, yeah. A year seven child once said to me, Miss, I just love how you own the grey. <laughs> own the grey. Yeah. I'm used to being called mum or grandma, but Uncle Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Colin. <laughs> brilliant. Um, asked if I was evacuated. I'm 39. <laughs> <laughs> and was told my arms were fat which when I pointed out that wasn't very kind they panicked and said I just meant you'll make it through winter <laughs> it's called blubber yeah. uh, right we'll finish off with a disgusting I heard a story and it made me feel sick this podcast isn't a place I was expecting it. Ooh, what a gross kid. Why is he doing that? Why'd he put his fingers so far up that cat? I don't think I've ever seen the human body doing that. Gross. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Right, so, uh, is hi it both. One, is it a warning? Is it a, if you uh, need to, please stop. Well, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we might as well. We don't be liable. Hi both, love the podcast, it never fails to make me smile. For context, I am a trainee teacher on my second placement in year one. I've been there since the start of January and I've come to learn that although they look sweet, they are cesspits of disease and are absolutely disgusting. Such a disease. <laughs> yeah. In our school, we have a garden room where the children keep their coats and bags. My mentor dismissed the children to go out to break time and I made my way to the garden room to help with stuck zips, shoelaces, dry ones only, and the like. As soon as I entered the room, I heard, Miss, help! Concerned, I rushed over to the child who was bright red in the face, screaming and crying. Assuming that something disastrous had happened, I calmed the child down and tried to find out what was wrong. What, what happened, I asked. Miss, miss, I put a bogey up my bum. There was no wonder this child was having a richer scale, uh, a Richter scale 10 breakdown. It gets better. Oh dear, I said. Better? <laughs> is that supposed to be good? Is that supposed to be good? Um... Oh dear, I said. Do you think it might be a good idea to go to the toilet? He looked me dead in the eye. A bogey that had escaped the fate of being inserted into his arsehole dripping down his face. Miss, I did it on the carpet. Was really tempted to submit this under classroom injury. Hope it makes someone smile. I'm, I'm, I'm confused there at the end. What do you mean? Well, how does it get better? I don't know. Well, so the, the, the kid picked a bogey. Shoved it up his, his, his back passage whilst he was on the carpet. I believe so, yeah. He looked me dead in the eye. A bogey that had escaped the fate of being inserted was dripping down his face. So he had more bogeys coming out. Oh, so so that's where he was going with him. Instead of, instead of eating him, he was... I've never heard of the like. No, but basically what he's saying there is the teacher's going, do you think it might be a good 
good idea to go to the toilet. He's got another bogey coming down, going like, no, he's thinking he's got to stick the next one up there. What? I'm so confused. <laughs> I've never known a chat. I've never known anyone thinking, you know, listen, there's a fair share of pickers in every school. You know, you, you win a winner well, chicken dinners. The garden room was not the Garden of Eden room. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. Right. Guys, thank you very, very much. Russell Crowe's up the ass. <laughs> never, heard, never heard anything they like. Thank you, as always, for listening. We hope you've enjoyed it. As always, please do share your stories. Remember, you can get your tickets for our next tour uh, in October. Tickets are on sale for all, all the dates, all the venues. Um, you can share your stories because we're going to be reading some of your stories out on all those live shows. And, of course, if you've got anything, Burns confessions O's O's dilemmas anything like that do share them at the website to mrpspodcast.com and uh, yeah we'll share them next week right take care of yourselves see you again yeah take care